The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. Episode 82 of The Awakened Soul. New Year's is right around the corner. Uh, New Year's Eve is tomorrow or today, depending on when you listen to this episode. We've got a few surprises in store for you on this episode and New Year's Day. Um, so this episode, my brother Johnny from The Breaks Radio and Oversaturated joins me. Uh, we're going to actually run down the top comic book movies of 2018. It's a fun discussion. Um, we also have a special In the Mind of Hayes segment. Yeah, a, a very special In the Mind of Hayes segment. We also have our 2018 recap. We're recapping the whole year. Our, well, our best moments, our favorite moments from 2018 um, with the Socially Unacceptable podcast, which will be dropping right at midnight New Year's Day. So that's dropping on New Year's Day, same time as the ball. Um, just, yeah, just we got a, a fun couple episodes planned for you guys as we go ahead and get ready to calm down, have some fun in the year before we come right back hard hitting um, in 2019. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into our intro music. On the other side of that, a very special In the Mind of Hay segment. <laughs> I can't wait for this Good evening, good afternoon. This is Queen Poison, aka Hips Honey Dipped, and I'm taking over this week's segment of In the Mind of Haze. This week, I'd like to briefly go over self love and happiness. Going into the new year, of course, we all decide to leave behind bad habits. So, with that being said, questions that need answers. Are you happy? Are you doing things that truly and genuinely make you happy? Are you accomplishing the goals that you want to set for yourself in the future? Are you surrounding yourself with genuinely good people who check on you often and you reciprocate that same energy? Are you going on trips? Are you saving? Are you really just trying to live your best life? Also, as hard as we work with our nine to fives and family life, do you know how to relax? I know that might be tough for some people to grasp the concept of relaxing. It's more than just kicking your feet up and just sitting in silence. It's more of self-care. And by self-care, that can be a number of things. That can be going out to get your nails done, a mani and a pedi. That could 
be going to go get a massage. That could be meditating. It could be a number of things. And it's all in unwinding and making sure that when you go back to work or whatever task that you have at hand, that you're fresh, you're at your best. Because you can't really accomplish things if you're not at your best. Also, with being at your best, get checked out. Make sure you know you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually are right. And if you're not, it's okay. It's okay to say, hey, you know, I'm not okay. Let me go seek out some professional help. Because as one person, you can't always conquer and tackle everything on your own. So happy holidays. Happy New Year. And make sure, take some time out for yourself. All right, that was the one and only Queen Poison taking over the end of my day segment this week. So to piggyback off that, um, what are some of your goals for 2019? Um, I don't really like using the word resolutions because I think that has a negative connotation. That's that's for more when people like I want to work out more. I want to do this. But I want to know some actual goals that everyone's setting for 2019. We're going to keep each other accountable. You can share that uh, with the podcast when you listen to this. Just think about it. Um, But I really want to know some goals, whether it be you want to volunteer more, whether it be you want to be more active in your community, um, active take a more uh, active approach in politics, whatever it is. I want to know some real goals for 2019. Um, So just, you know, full transparency. um, Me personally, uh, a big one of my big goals is, you know, focusing on the growth of the Berks media in 2019. I uh, For each individual podcast, I really want to gain one new listener a day. There's 365 listeners over the course of the year, um, which is a relatively small number. But I believe we can hit it if we go hard enough, if we um, interact enough. Just one new listener a day. Just think about that. Um, that's my goal. That's for each individual podcast. We also have bigger goals for the network as a whole. We want to do more live events, uh, more giveaways, more, um, again, you know, act, active activism. Um, but yeah, I, I th- really think that a way that we personally, especially here um, where I am, me and Socially Unacceptable, we're really going to be pushing trying to do an event once a quarter here and it doesn't not always a live show you know you hear so much about events and you think live show but i don't mean that. i mean game night karaoke nights um just just things to really bring the community together um people who necessarily don't even listen to podcasts can come out just have a fun and enjoyable night so that's really um one of my big focuses in 2019 um just with the business size of the Berks radio as well as the website just getting that off the ground, getting that kicked off. We got some exciting blogs coming there. So make sure if you like the written content, go there. Uh, one of my goals too is to, is to write more, um, and do some stuff there. We just have, we, it, it's really, um, encompassing, you know, also YouTube. I think uh, my goal is, and it may not happen until the end of January, but once I get it started, every in the mind of Hayes segment, I want to be, um, also recorded on video for the YouTube channel for the Breaks uh, Media YouTube page. Just, you know, that and I have career goals and I have like uh, goals outside of podcasts. I just really want to be more active in the community. I want to be more engaged, uh, more open nights. I mean, open mic nights. And another big goal 
There's a lot of changes are coming to the Breaks Radio, actually. It is the flagship show of the Breaks Media. So, I mean, it would make sense. But we we launched that as a hip hop podcast. And I think we've over that first year, we really did big things with hip hop. The interviews that we had, the live show, um, just the show in general from week to week. We really, I think, are one of the best hip hop solely based podcasts out. But we're going to take that. And we're going to do a little bit more with it. We're going to cover more R&B. We're going to cover more other music. It's going to go from just a hip hop podcast to a truly a podcast that's of the culture. And that represents everything of our culture. Um, just I, it's so much that's coming with that podcast specifically that I can't announce yet. Um, but once I do, once you see it, the new vibe of it, you guys are going to thoroughly enjoy. You're going to thoroughly love. Um, I'm just 2019 is the year of growth for me in general. I want to grow, grow in all aspects of life um, as a person, as a, a leader, as a host, um, and just as an actual active member of the community. So. You know, but to get back uh, on track and focus, I want to hear your goals. So whether you share that with me on either Twitter, that's at CEO Hayes or at Awaken So Pod, the email, the Awaken So Pod at gmail.com, or you decide to call us so we can hear your voice into text. That is 614-547-2039. I'm looking forward. I really want to hear from you guys. What are your goals for 2019? But we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. You're going to hear from Technical Foul, uh, which is actually another Breaks Media podcast. On the other side of that, you'll be getting the petty news report from the one and only Scoop Gertie. I will see you guys after that. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the... Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Yo, what up, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Petty News Report. I am Scoot Grady. Thank you all for listening. Man, too much of this going on this week, man. I just don't even know where to begin. But we're going to get it started, though. President Trump has shut down the government. Goddamn, her piece Trump then did it again. People that works for the government cannot get paid for all the hard work that they put in. And on top of that, Trump has issued an executive order freezing federal workers' pay in 2019. Like, what the hell? All this because nobody will pay for this wall. So Trump decides to just stop people from getting paid. Like, Trump's stopping all the BS right now. But, hey, y'all y'all voted for this person, man. Like, I feel so bad for the people that work for the government. They're not going to get paid. I just want to know, will people get their tax return? You know what I'm saying? Will that involve, you know, uh, schools that get grants and... Um, what about all that? Is that going to be put on hold? Because bills, mortgage, and all that don't be put on hold. That stuff continues. And if you ain't got your money, 
I mean, what you gonna be put on the streets? I mean, Trump, what the hell are you doing? Eh, I don't think I can say it's one more year of this. Hopefully, y'all make the right decision next time. Next, minimum wage is set to increase for 20 states in 2019. Those states include California, Missouri, New York, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, New Jersey, New York. Shout out to uh, everybody that's getting an increase. But I don't know how I feel about that because minimum wage is increasing. You best believe the cost of living is gonna increase. The price Prices on the menus of food, uh, furniture, electronics, everything is going to move up. So I don't feel like this is a big come up. I mean, you best believe because they did this, they had an increase on this, that they, they don't have a backup plan in their pocket. That's how I look at it. But um, no, salute to it. But um, just make sure we aware of what's going on. Next, Usher is filing for divorce. I don't even know what to say. No, I got, I do know what to say. I'm ready to sign in papers. Usher has been having bad luck with relationships ever since he hurt Chili. He's cursed. I bet y'all any money, Usher is about to come out with a banging album. It's gonna be called Divorce. It's gonna be better than Confession. I mean, everything. Every time Usher go through something, he comes out with man. Anybody that goes through something, they come out with the best music. Look at Mary J. Blige. I mean, Keisha Cole. I mean. I mean, come on now. It's going to be bang. And last but not least, the petty question of the week. And the question of the week is, what changes are you going to make for 2019? That is the question of the week. What are some changes you're going to make for 2019? Everybody is not perfect. We know that there's a lot of things we need to work on. So let's make it right now and let's move into the next year the right way. And that is all we have for the Petty News Report. Thank you all for listening. Continue to follow Awakened Soul, y'all, and continue to support everything that we do. And I'll see y'all next year. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right. That was Scoop Gertie with the Petty News, and you also heard from Black Law and Legal Lies. Um, a commercial from them. It's time to get into the discussion topic for this week. This one's a fun one with my brother. Like I said at the top of the show, we're breaking down the top comic book movies of 2019. Uh, we also talk a little bit about the Netflix and Marvel thing. Uh, we go into a direction, but it's all built around comic book movies or TV. Um, just a fun discussion. Again, when it, we're, we're, we're taking it a bit easier you guys to end the to end the year with we just wanted to have a fun discussion and what what better way than to have a discussion about two things that me and johnny both thoroughly enjoy and that's comic book movies so um you guys know where to find me again at ceo hayes at ceo h-a-i-z-e the waking soul pod um and also, you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns the waking soul pod at gmail.com lastly you can also call us, send us a text message to 614-547-2039. You can also leave a voicemail there. That is it. We're going to go ahead and get into our 
music right before the discussion topic and then after that in her discussion with me and my brother johnny yeah get straight to it just capped another form like hurry up and buy twist another joint swear to god i'm so high i'm finna die sipping on the henny on the rocks chilling at the spot sitting out the window got me feeling like i'm pie had to tell the homie that the shorty want the car he ain't know what shorty was a thigh I told her for a Them niggas thought they really had a shot. Feeling like my tumble with the black. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So there was no breaks radio this week. So I had to figure out a way to pull John out the dungeon. <laughs> right. Yeah. But my brother John, man, is here so we can talk about some of our other favorite things to talk about other than uh, hip hop. And that's comic book movies, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the John came from. But you know my you know my full first name. <laughs> you know what's up. You know what, I, I, new year, man. I don't, don't act brand new. <laughs> I don't know what why the hell I said John Johnny there Johnny. You there you go. Yeah, I don't know where John came from either. That shit. My brain, you know, just it's, it's trying to shut down on me. That's what it is. You working but, too much, man. You chill. Listen, man. Getting this shit off the ground, like. Start starting in 2019. My schedule is gonna be so much lighter. I'm not gonna know what the fuck to do with myself. That's what's that's what's real. Yeah, rest. That's juicy. <laughs> but man, it's been a hell of a year for comic book movies. Me and you were just running it down a little bit before we started recording, and like comic book movies dominated the box office this year. So we had three comic book movies go over a billion dollars in the box office, um, which that's just crazy. Especially considering Venom was almost one of them, so we almost had four. That's just wild, bro. Wait, what was the third one? I know the first two, Black Panther Deadpool. and Infinity War. De- Damn, Deadpool made a billion? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so. Why? <laughs> that movie was a... Considering how the first one was, the Deadpool 2 was not that great of a movie. It really wasn't. Deadpool 2 was, it's honestly, if I had to pick like one of my most disappointing comic book movies, that would be it because I thoroughly enjoyed the first one Agreed. and I had high hopes. And even the trailers made it look awesome. And like the whole, the whole fact that like X, X-Force literally was only in the min- movie for like 30 seconds and they all died uh, was disappointing. And like the even the ending battle with like Juggernaut, I, I didn't enjoy that either. Yeah, so. it, yeah. The the whole the whole movie, the plot was horrible. The character use was horrible. It it was just bad all the way around. It was just bad. The after credits were better than the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say yeah, and I don't even remember the after credit scenes. That's when he had the time machine. He kept going back in time and fixing stuff. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, that was. So why didn't they use that during the movie? Like, come on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah, they, they they were tripping. They were tripping. But uh we're we're here. We're trying not to talk about the worst. We're trying to be positive. We're gonna talk about some of the best. Um before we get into our top three movies, let's just talk generally about some of them. Um now you said you just had fun, had seen Venom. I want to talk about that one because I if at the beginning of the year you would have asked me what I thought my most disappointing was gonna be, that probably would have been my pick. But I enjoyed Venom for what it was. Nothing like the comic books. But right. as just an action movie to sit down and enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Let me first say I'm kind of glad I did not go to the theaters to see it. Um. Now the movie was enjoyable, but I don't think it was movie theater enjoyable, if that makes sense. Um. But being being on my couch, just something to watch in the afternoon, it was it was enjoyable. Um. Definitely not used to seeing Venom as. A hero, I guess. I guess you could call him an anti-hero in this in this movie. Um, the way that the symbiote Venom um, 
merged with Eddie Brock. It was, I don't know, it was just, it was weird. But the action sequences were great. I thought the way Venom looked, I thought it was amazing. I thought the way Riot looked was amazing. After credit scene was pretty was pretty dope. Um, I forget the the actor's name, but he kind of looked like Carrot Top. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Yeah, like yeah. the way his hair was, it kind of looked like hair, uh, Carrot Top. But mentioning Carnage, I was like, oh shit, okay, dope. Because there were three symbiotes that made it to Earth, right? It was Riot, Venom, and I'm assuming the last one was Carnage. Which we never really saw again, right? Well, no, we we so like there were more because it was Venom, Riot, and then there were the two that died in the experiments. Remember, there was the one that oh. went into the Asian, the Asian lady or whatever. Well, not the Asian lady, but the um the crazy person or whatever that they had in the laboratory, and it it uh, it ended up dying before it went to another host. And then it was that yellow symbiote that we saw and never saw again. So I don't know what happened. Okay, there. that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah. That's right. Okay. But yeah, overall it was it was it was enjoyable. If if you just need something to watch, if you're bored, not doing anything, it's definitely a good movie just to throw on. But yeah, I'm not saying I'm I'm going to watch Venom. No, and I, I can I can agree with that. I think that like you said, Venom looked great, even though he he didn't have the little spider symbol on his chest. They explained that. I I can get with that. The only issue I have with Riot because Riot looked great too is that. They look too similar when they were fighting in the end a little bit, but that would, that's just if I had to pick a critique. I loved I I love the look of them. I love that uh, they made a clear distinction between Riot's powers and Venom's powers. Like Riot was a badass. Um, and I'm I, if this movie wouldn't have got a sequel, it wasn't going to get a sequel if it didn't do so well. I would have kind of been pissed that they didn't use Carnage. But considering how well it's done and that we're definitely getting a sequel, I'm really looking forward to Carnage in the sequel. But I mean, what could be the storyline for a sequel besides Carnage wanting to take over Earth again? Like, I don't I don't I don't know what they could do. Did you did you look did you read the Lethal Protector uh, storyline in the comics? I didn't. Okay, because this 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 movie is almost an exact copy of that. They've changed a lot of it. Well, some of it to fit the story. But if they if they're keeping going with that route, it it's kind of easy to see where they're. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but like Carnage. At one point, it, it becomes about multiplying more symbiotes, and I think that that's what they'll be trying to do rather than take over the Earth. Because, you know, Carnage isn't... He's not smart. He doesn't try to think of taking over things. He literally just likes Carnage. So, like, the whole symbiote takeover thing, I can see them going that route. Okay. So. Well, that'd be, that'll, that would be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll probably skip the theaters again and just rent it or something. So. Hey, that's the rock. As many of these movies come out, man, it's hard to see them all in theaters. I ain't gonna lie. Right. Cause I, cause Venom being out in theaters, like just slipped, like literally slipped by me. Like I just didn't have, I didn't have the time to go see it later on in the year. I didn't, I made I time for everything else though. I feel that. Now a, a movie that we, I don't even know if me, no, you know what? I think we actually reviewed it on the Awakened Soul. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I want to just talk about that one because I want, I just want to ask this question. It being right after infinity war, did you appreciate that it was a side story or looking back, do you kind of wish it was more intertwined? Because at first, like after the initial watching, I was cool that it didn't fit in anywhere to Infinity War. But looking back at it, I feel like this movie could have been so much better had they had they intertwined it a little bit more, in my opinion, or just had it come out before Infinity War. The thing the thing about Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? <laughs> coming off, Coming off of Infinity War. Ant-Man and Wasp the movie felt like it felt like a TV show like it felt so small in scope mm-hmm. that it was like 
is it like the humor in it still made it enjoyable because Paul Rudd is an idiot, but it's like it's so small in scope. It's like I can't really mm, I don't I'm trying to say it the way I'm thinking it. It's like Infinity War was so big, so massive. They were literally all over the universe. Like they were on Titan, they were on different planets. And to be confined into like a city, it just felt too small. It felt too small in scope, which almost made it non-enjoyable for me. That makes sense. But the after credit scene brought it brought it all back home when um when Hank and the other ladies they disappeared. Mm-hmm. Like they they dusted after Thanos snapped. Like it it all brought it back home for me. So it was like it was almost not enjoyable just because it felt like too contained in the overall scheme of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So maybe it should have come out before Infinity War, and then yeah. we would have been cool. See yeah. the thing, it felt like what Ant Man and the Wasp felt, felt like to me is like if you're ever you could do. I'm not gonna name a specific show because you can pick almost any TV show, and then they have like the random episode to where like one of the side characters get an episode built all around yeah. them yeah that's what that that's what ant-man and the wasp felt like and i get it like the after credit scene i'm trying to think if if ant-man and the wasp came out before infinity war and we saw that after credit scene it would have kind of give, given away infinity war oh so the I, scene the after credit scene would have had to be different yeah yeah so i mean i i don't know it's just it that that's just my critique of it i still enjoy the movie kind of like what we said about venom it's one of those ones if i just want to have something on i can sit down and watch it and enjoy mm-hmm. it but just how how good everything leading up to infinity war all kind of you saw how it set up the characters for infinity war right maybe ant-man and the wasp once we see um adventures in game it'll make it a little bit better for me but as of right now it just feels like it's too too off to the left to me you know what's crazy speaking of avengers end game dr strange actually said the word like we're in the end game now yeah, yeah. in infinity war i was like damn after rewatching, i was like ain't this some shit yeah. we had the we had the title all along and didn't even know so yeah it's I thought cra- that was interesting it- Marvel's just so smart with the layering, dude. Like, it's crazy, man. And I already know, like, Endgame is going to have, like, callbacks to, like, movies from, like, Phase 1 and shit. Like, oh, it's just going to be crazy. I think they're supposed to be time traveling, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. spoilers. My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. If anyone doesn't know, full spoilers. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, that's what the rumor is. That there's going to be a lot of time traveling. And I can't, like, because, like, Loki's already back in, like, his Infinity, I mean, his uh, Avengers 1 outfit and shit to like i i can't wait to see the movie man i feel like that's gonna be one of the movies where i have to see it three times before i can review it because i just i'm not gonna catch everything on the first go around everything after avengers endgame well clearly nothing will be the same but i feel like the movies are gonna the movies may suffer because endgame is 10 11 years almost 20 movies of like build up you know and it's like what can you really like what can you really do after that it's like i don't think anything will be that great compared to the lead up to this you know it it, it's going to be like they're trying to recreate the wheel and i don't know how well they'll do with that it it just depends on you know they're good at having these long drawn out plans so they may have already have like an outline that goes all the way into the next big event but i think the key thing with this next phase or leading up to the next big movie is going to be integrating these fox characters something came out today that says that they can start planning the movies in early 2019 with the fox characters so that's when oh, they can legally start using it so you know what and see i, for, I forgot about disney buying fox so 
that, yeah, that's what they're going to do now, probably. Like, start integrating all of those um, X-Men, Fantastic, you know, Fantastic yeah. Four, all of those characters. So, all right. What I what I really want to see is Avengers versus X Men. I really want to see Avengers. They gotta versus lead up to that. Like they, whatever they do. They, but the thing is, is by the time they get to that, like we're gonna have a whole new cast of Avengers. Like, cause think True. about it. Like, Chris Evans is probably done with Captain America. Um, uh, Tony Chris Hemsworth, Stark. he's done. Like, he gotta be. Like, yeah, he got. Uh, but the thing with him too is, is that it just depends because. If they don't plan on showing him out of the armor, he can technically play Iron Man forever. True, man. I don't know, man. They got, they got, they got to introduce a new Iron Man, like somebody to like take the mantle or some shit. Well, you know that kid that was in Iron Man three mm-hmm. is in Avengers Endgame. He's already been cast. He has a role in Avengers Endgame. I thought didn't I read something that somebody said that was Peter Parker? Am I tripping? Well, no, that was that was in Captain America. I mean, in Iron Man two, that was the flashback to the the Stark Expo. When the little kid had the Iron Man gloves on, that was Peter Parker. That's been confirmed. But I'm talking about the kid in Iron Man 3, the one that helped him rebuild his armor. Oh, okay. So that kid is supposed to be in Endgame. Yeah, he's in Endgame. And he's like he's like 13 or something now. So we're going to see Iron Kid? I don't know. <laughs> Iron Kid. <laughs> Iron Lad. But, I mean, can they really do that? Because at this point, what they've done with the with the Spider-Man outfit is basically an Iron Man outfit. Like, oh, yeah, It's an literally. Iron Man armor. So. Nah, they got to keep Spider-Man separate. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, man. Anything anything that you want to talk about from the year comic book movie before we run down our top three? Um, I, I guess we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Black Panther, right? A cultural a cultural phenomenon, if I if I must say so myself. Um, I just remember everybody, Wakanda forever. And now, almost a year later, nobody's Wakanda forever anymore. But you called that when we did the review for it. Oh, you yeah. you called that. Yeah, it's funny. I, like I listen. I, I love my people. I swear to God, I love my people. But like we pick stuff up and put it like and throw it away with the quickness. It's er, like it's literally everything. Everything we rush to that we want to support that we say we love and we want more of. We rush to it when it first comes out, and then we just let it drop by the wayside. Yeah. Like whenever Black Panther two comes out. I'm going to pre- I'm going to guess 2020, 2021. Like I can almost guarantee there would not be the same turnout for that as it was for the first Black Panther. Yeah, and I, that's I, unfortunate. That's unfortunate. It sucks too because it's like, yeah, I agree with you. Like we have our as a culture, this whole thing of jumping and rallying behind these things, but the support doesn't stay a, a year at most. That's at the high level, but usually it's like three or four months. Yeah, by like July, August, yeah. it was completely dead, like completely dead. Um, but as far as the movie, the movie itself, I haven't actually gone back to watch Black Panther in a long time. But from what I can remember, the movie itself was really good. Um, I definitely remember that it, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie at all. The only Marvel reference for real was um, uh, Agent Ross. Yeah. When they when they met him in Tokyo, I think it was wherever they met him at, and brought him back to Wakanda, that was like the only MCU reference in the movie, which I thought was interesting. But it was still an MCU movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Killmonger was he was portrayed well, but I wish he had more character development in the movie. Um, but because Killmonger wasn't because the character of Killmonger wasn't, I guess 
uh his story wasn't progressively told like he was just there and he took over um that that's the one thing that kind of knocked the movie down and tear for me a little bit um other than that visually the movie was stunning which is interesting because that movie was shot in atlanta the whole movie was shot in atlanta except for a few scenes in south korea um so other than that i mean other than that the movie was the movie was pretty good i have to go back and watch it i just haven't had time the movie the movie is really really good um I think the Killmonger thing I agree with now again Killmonger in the comics even though he's a completely kind of different character has been brought back to life several times so they may maybe they they do something like that with him especially considering how people um gravitate towards like Michael B Jordan and his portrayal but people he is not a better villain than Thanos can we please stop that I don't Come even on. understand why people <laughs> The only reason people say that is because of that quote he said right before he died. Yeah. Air quotes. Um, you know, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors because they knew bondage. Yeah. So, so whatever the quote. Bondage was, was living, living, dying was better than living a life bondage. in bondage. Yeah. Um. That's literally the only reason. I saw so many captions on Instagram with that shit. Like, come on. It it was a it was a decent quote, but you know, relax. Relax. Yeah, that and the hey auntie line, like were the two that most right. people ran with. <laughs> My God. I forgot about that. Oh, oh man. Shit. I'm yeah. watching that this week. There you go. See, <laughs> see, see. But no, it was it was, Black Panther really it was a great movie. And I and I think I like it so much because really if you if you if this wasn't even a Marvel movie or a superhero movie, like the fact that he has superhuman powers and all that was secondary. They don't even make a super big deal about it. Um, and they just made a good film and the superhero elements were kind of just an added layer on top of that. And I think that that's always what makes stuff best. I say that about the dark Knight all the time. Like if you take those characters and make them not Joker and Batman, that movie is still great, but it's, but the fact that it's a superhero movie is just added to it. And I think the same thing with black Panther. And my, my last thing about infinity war and black Panther, right? My one gripe with infinity war is, in the battle battle in Wakanda at the end of the movie, see, okay, so seeing Black Panther when it came out and seeing all the technology and all this great, you know, fighting the the vibranium rhinos and shit, where was all that shit in Infinity War when they were fighting in Wakanda? Like, what the what the hell? <laughs> if that if they would have had the same type of technology and shit from the movie Black Panther in Infinity War, Infinity War would have been a perfect to me would have been a perfect movie. Yeah. I didn't even, you know what? I have never thought about that until you brought it up. Like, you're right. Where was all that? Like, those rhinos could have came in handy. (laughs) They did not, well, they probably still would have needed Thor to come, but they should have been fighting way better before Thor got there than what they were. Yeah. Because they ain't really start kicking ass until Thor got there. Yeah. And we still didn't, that's one of the things that pissed me off about Infinity War. Thor is so powered now, we did not get to see much of it. Like, as powerful as he was at the end of Thor Ragnarok, we didn't get to see much of that at all until the very, like, last five minutes of Infinity War. So I need to see... Go ahead, go ahead. I need to see him kick major ass in Endgame. Like, I need to see that. Which is still crazy because, well, Thanos did have the... Had the um, he had the power, the power stone, but at the, even at the beginning of Infinity War, when Thanos was on the Asgardian ship, and... 
Thanos had already had Thor like like he had the man by his head like he was just holding him by his head like fam you literally just got all this excess of power in Thor Ragnarok and then Thanos like that ain't shit my guy (laughs) (laughs) man yeah yeah Uh, okay last comic book question before we get into our top three and then we'll go ahead and end it is that so I've been in several debates over the year I gotta ask you as a comic book guy too Joker Thanos so Heath Ledger's Joker, Josh Brolin's Thanos. Who's the better villain? Not who acted better in the role. Who's the better villain? Well, mm, this this is a tough question, and I didn't have time to think about this before. <laughs> so this is a really great question. So with Thanos, right? He had been plotting to get all of the Infinity Stones since shit. If you were, if you really want to say since the first Iron Man, but I'll just say the first um. The first Avengers movie, because that's when we first saw him, right? Yeah. So he's had motion. He had he has he has had plans in motion, let's just say for six, seven years to get all the Infinity Stones, only to have to get up and do the shit himself. With Joker, it took him one movie to like cause all the chaos he needed to cause, but it was only in Gotham City, though. Thanos called havoc amongst the universe. Yeah. Mm, I but I don't know how Joker would react if he knew about Infinity Stones and had the opportunity to get them all. I, God, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go with I'm a, I'm going to go with Thanos only because we actually saw him cause havoc throughout the universe, and he had many other villains under him that didn't really mean shit to him, but still made them feel like they were powerful and shit. So I'm I'm gonna go with Thanos. I'm gonna go with Thanos. Okay, and my thing too is like Thanos. He 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 got all the stones so easy in this movie. Why were you even using other people to do? Because he can, like I guess. Because he guess. can. I don't know, like like he legitimately got all the stones in one day, one day. But yeah, you waited years to try to get other people to get them <laughs> for you. Like what? <laughs> Maybe yeah, time he was bored. Yeah, time like hey Loki, take the mind stone and go get the space stone for me. Like what kind of shit is that? Like that's crazy. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I, I, that's just one of my things. But I, I think Thanos is the better character. But I think Heath Ledger was the better actor in the role. If that make any that makes any sense. I make. Oh it, yeah, that makes yeah, yeah a lot of sense. Yeah. Because we we actually saw uh, Heath Ledger act as the Joker. Like his 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 portrayal hits. Um, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Not portray- well, portrayal, but I'll just go stick with portrayal. His portrayal of the Joker like left me in chills. Yeah. But you know what? The one scene where Thanos had to like throw Gamora off the thing to get the Soul Stone, like I, I almost cried. I low-key yeah. almost cried the first time I saw it. So, damn, I I don't know, man. Stalemate. I'm gonna call stalemate. <laughs> I think I think I think I think because legitimately Heath Ledger is a completely different person in that role. Like, yeah. if no one told you that that was Heath Ledger, I wouldn't think it was him. Because you you can bear, even, like, physically, like, the way that he stood, it's not Heath Ledger at all. Like, he completely changed himself for that role. And ultimately, that may be what played into what happened with him. That's too dark. We're not getting into that. But Josh Brolin is just a great actor. And he kind of he brings this gravitas to all the roles he plays, but it's kind of all the same. And I don't think he... It wasn't as transcendent of a performance as Heath Ledger as the joke. Right. So I, I can I can roll with that. 
All right. So we we got into some great conversation over that, but we got to get into our top three now, man. So you can go ahead and do your whole top three, or we can go back and forth, whatever you want to do with a little explanation after each one. Um. All right. So I guess let's let's go back and forth, right? Okay. So my number three is a movie we actually didn't get a chance to talk about, but Aquaman. So Aquaman is my number three um, comic book movie for 2018. Now, I only just recently, so I know it's only been out for like, what, a few weeks now? Yeah, two weeks, I think. Okay, so yeah, so just saw Aquaman. Um, Visually, this movie is almost as as good as Black Panther. Um, But, well, shit, Black Panther was all CGI too. Okay, but anyway, visually, <laughs> visually, Aquaman is a great movie. Um, the storyline is great. I think the way that they portray Black Manta was really, really well done. Um, the only my one my one big gripe about this movie is like the the way that he actually got the got the um, the trident uh, Poseidon's uh, not Poseidon the old Aquaman's trident is because he was able to talk to the creature. Yeah. I I didn't I personally didn't really like it. I feel like he should have like cut off a tentacle or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but the final boss, the final boss fight, I thought was great. He commanded yeah. the the really big monster. Um, I have no clue what the name of it is. Um, what? Yeah. I so I just know that from the trench. I I didn't catch the individual names, but yeah, the trench creatures they were yeah. all dope. Yeah, and everybody was like, he commands the trench, and they were like, oh no, that's that can't be true, and it was true. It was like, oh, it was dope. Aquaman was a really good movie. I would say it's either the second or third best DC movie behind, for me, behind Man of Steel and possibly Suicide Squad. I like, I really like Suicide Squad. So, so Wonder Woman is not in your top three. Oh damn, I forgot about Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. Top three or four behind, behind Band of Steel, Wonder Woman, and Suicide Squad. Okay, so yeah, I I I, I can agree with that. I think I think um, what they did with Aquaman, even though it's not in my top three, they got they did with Aquaman what it took Marvel three movies to do with Thor. So, and it it was it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. So I, I can agree with you there. My number three, however, is a movie we just talked about, and that is Black Panther. Um, for everything we talked about, it is it, I think it's just a great movie, and it's one that even when I go back and watch, I don't find usually when I, even with Infinity War, I found some holes that I didn't fa- find when I first was all into the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But Black Panther, almost no holes at all besides what we talked about before. So yeah, Black Panther is my number three. What's up? My number two is Black Panther, actually. Okay. Um, besides besides Killmonger. This was a great movie. The storyline was great. Um, Chadwick Boseman, I think, portrayed Black uh, T'Challa, Black Panther, really well. Um, the Dora Milaje, Jesus Christ, all these black women fighting and shit was was amazing. All the vibranium talk, Shuri with her smart ass, like I love it. Like I, I loved it. I loved it all. A lot of pop culture references that I wasn't ready for when they happened. What are those? Like it was great. It was great. <laughs> yeah, the what are those moment killed me. Um, and. You know, this I didn't mention and we didn't even talk about earlier, but the fact that they weren't afraid to portray black women in such a powerful role is powerful. Oh, like it's just man, it was it's a beautiful thing to see. Um ball head and all, like right. So uh, <laughs> man, that's funny. My my number two is actually Infinity War. Oh that's what? That's my number two. Um oh, shit, what the all right. Number two is Infinity War because I a what it just everything of what it built it took of what built before it um the the 
the character of Thanos, like he's been hyped for so long. And I feel like they delivered on him that moment with Gamora that we talked about, yeah. I think says, gives so much to the character. Um, and even, even like before the Gamora's death, like the fact of when Red Skull popped up, Thanos put the infinity glove in front of Gamora to protect her. And then a couple, right. like the same scene ends up killing her. Killing so it's her. like, oh, it's, it's just, it's, it's powerful. I love that movie. Um, and I love that it was really about Thanos. The the heroes really weren't in the movie that much. It was about Thanos, and that's powerful. Thanos and Thor got the most screen time out of that whole movie. You know, if you if you watch the movie from Than if you if you watch the movie as if Thanos is the protagonist, like it gives you a completely different take on the whole movie. Exactly. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Exactly. And we can keep talking about it because apparently it's your number one. So go ahead. It, it is my number one. <laughs> um, yeah. So Infinity War is my number one movie um, for all the reasons we talked about previously and what Hayes just said. My only my only gripe is the the battle in Wakanda. That's my only gripe with the movie. Um, Infinity War is 10 years, seven, 17, 18 movies of build up and they deliver the fact that they've been that they were able to weave so many different franchises into one mega movie and it meshed well the characters meshed well like thor groot and rocket they need they need their own movie like because their dynamic was amazing so infinity war best movie of 2018 um and i will give a disclaimer as of this recording i have not seen the new spider-man into the spider-verse movie so that's why I haven't mentioned it or said anything about it because I haven't seen it yet as of this recording. So just want to throw that out there. <laughs> and that is my number one movie is Spider-Man really? Into the Spider-Verse. And here's why. This, this Again, this is a personal list. Infinity War is a better movie overall than, than Into the Spider-Verse, but not by much. And because of that, that's why it's my it's my number one movie. And on top of it, I enjoyed it with my baby girl. So that's always going to put something a little bit above. Um, But I think what they did with this movie in building, like they, they built so many characters in this movie with so little time. Like, Hey, it's a two hour animated movie. Most animated movies aren't two hours. It establishes a black Spider-Man, which us, us comic book heads, we may be aware of there to this movie. There's still people that were wondering how the hell they were going to pull up, like why they changed Spider-Man to be black. Um, And they, my bad. I have the first, the first edition, the number one issue with Miles Morales. I got that shit in the frame, like the actual yeah. comic book. I had the shit in the frame, okay. so I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I just feel like everything they did in this movie, and then the ending, the last act of this movie, when when Miles finally officially becomes, and I think it's really only like the last fifteen minutes or so, when he becomes Spider Man, the way that they shot it, the animation style. It's it's no other animation. Now they're licensing it. They're licensing this animation style to like other companies. So we may see like more comic book related animated movies that look like this. And I think it's beautiful. They and they use a different animation style for each of the Spider-Man. It's this. This was just it was a great movie, a great spectacle. I think this was the most beautiful movie of 2018. I'm even more excited to see it now. <laughs> like for real. I. Listen, man, seeing seeing a black Spider-Man, another black superhero is like, is dope. I remember when they first announced this shit a year ago, I was like, man, I can't wait. Like, we get two black superhero movies in the same year? Like, it's dope. So, I'm I'm, I'm interested to see why the turnout for Black Panther, or at least from what I've seen on social media, people ha- aren't as excited for this as they were for Black Panther. 
Yeah. I I think it's because it's animated. Like, but hopefully it, it did great the first week. I think the second week too. Hopefully a lot of people um get behind this because we need to get more movies like this and like stories that are too epic. Because there are a lot of comic book stories that it would just cost too much to make live action to get made mm-hmm. in this animation style would be great. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. I'm I'm definitely going to see it soon. So yeah, that's man. it, man. That's my list. If anybody, you can at me. If anybody got a problem with me putting this over uh, Infinity War, at me. I'm not worried about. It. <laughs> Damn, that's what's up, man. Uh, yeah, man. I guess I'll leave the people with my with my social media and whatnot. Um, but de- hit me up about my list too if you guys want to want to debate or talk about it. I'm on Twitter. I'm J O N two underscores the letter B. Instagram. I'm J B S underscore E S L underscore A A M U. Holla at me. All right, and you can follow me at CEO Hayes, the C E O H A I Z E, or the podcast itself at Awaken Soul Pod. That's it. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say what's up to the broke nigga at the rich party. Who the fuck let this nigga in? Do it look like I give a fuck? Sorry. Looking at these hoes and they go, nigga, gorgeous, trying to get me. I run game on a bitch in one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Flint nigga in the spot till they pop one, then the cops come like. Motherfuckers hold a shotgun like a pop gun, then they ready like. Sip it good nigga, I'm a north side nigga till I'm gone. Do it for the ones in the hood like kinda gone, put the city on. Fuck that shit, nigga, fuck that shit Go. This for my hood, look, this for my blood Ride for the hood, got us feeling like pot Ain't got shit, but I still feel good Nigga can't take what a nigga don't got Go hard in the paint, you can tell them post up Homie in the hood, like, let me hold some Your man's in the hood, talking all that shit When they ran 